0: act one of tis pity she's a whore this librivox recording is in the public domain tis pity she's a whore by john ford act one scene one friar bonaventura's cell enter friar and giovanni dispute
1: no more in this for no young man these are no school points nice philosophy may tolerate unlikely arguments but heaven admits no jest. Wits that presumed on wit too much, by striving how to prove there was no God, with foolish grounds of art, discovered first the nearest way to hell, and filled the world with devilish atheism. Such questions, youth, are fond. Far better tis to bless the sun than reason why it shines. Yet he thou talkest of is above the sun. No more! I may not hear it. O oh, gentle father,
2: to
3: you I have unclasped my burdened soul, emptied the storehouse of my thoughts and heart, made myself poor of secrets, have not left another word untold which hath not spoke all what I ever durst or think or know, and yet is here the comfort I shall have must i not do what all men else may love
1: yes you may love fair son
3: must i not praise that beauty which if framed anew the gods would make a gut of it if they had it there and kneel to it as i do kneel to them why foolish madman shall a peevish sound a customary form from man to man of brother and of sister be a bar twixt my perpetual happiness, and me, say that we have one father, say one womb cursed to my joys, gave both of us life and birth, are we not therefore each to other bound? Much more by nature, by the links of blood, of reason, nay, if you will have it even of religion, to be ever one, one soul, one flesh, one love, one heart,
1: one all have done unhappy youth for thou art lost
3: shall then for that i am her brother born my joys be ever banished from her bed no father in your eyes i see the change of pity and compassion from your age as from a sacred oracle distils the life of counsel tell me holy man what cure shall give me ease in these extremes
1: repentance son and sorrow for this sin for thou hast moved a majesty above with thy unranged almost blasphemy
3: oh, do not speak of that dear confessor
1: art thou my son that miracle of wit who once within these 3 months were esteemed a wonder of thine age throughout bononia how did the university applaud thy government, behaviour, learning, speech, sweetness, and all that could make up a man? I was proud of my tutelage, and chose rather to leave my books than part with thee. I did so, but the fruits of all my hopes are lost in thee, as thou art in thyself. O Giovanni, hast thou left the schools of knowledge to converse with lust and death? for death waits on thy lust look through the world and thou shalt see a thousand faces shine more glorious than this idol thou adorest leave her and take thy choice tis much less sin though in such games as those they lose that win
3: it were more ease to stop the ocean from floats and ebbs than to dissuade my vows
1: then i have done and in thy willful flames already see thy ruin. Heaven is just, yet hear my counsel. As a voice of life. hie to thy father's house. There lock thee fast alone within thy chamber. Then fall down on both thy knees, and grovel on the ground. Cry to thy heart. Wash every word thou utterest in tears, and, if be possible, of blood. Beg heaven to cleanse the leprosy of lust that rots thy soul. Acknowledge what thou art, a wretch, a worm, a nothing. Weep, sigh, pray three times a day, and three times every night. For seven days' space do this. Then, if thou finds no change in thy desires, return to me. I'll think on remedy. Pray for thyself at home, whilst I pray for thee here. Away, my blessing with thee, we have need to pray.
3: All this I'll do, to free me from the rod of vengeance. Else I'll swear my fates, my God. Exeunt
0: Scene 2 The Street Before Florio's House enter grimaldi and vasquez with their swords drawn
4: come sir stand your tackling if you prove craven i'll make you run quickly
3: thou art no equal match for me
4: indeed i never went to the wars to bring home news nor i cannot play the mountebank for a meal's meat and swear i got my wounds in the field see you these gray hairs they'll not flinch for a bloody nose wilt thou to this gear
3: why slave Thinkest thou I'll balance my reputation with a cast suit? Call thy master, he shall know that I dare.
4: Scold like a cot queen, that's your profession. Thou poor shadow of a soldier, I will make thee know my master Keeps servants thy better in quality and performance. Comest thou to fight or prate?
3: Neither, with thee. I am a Roman and a gentleman one that have got mine honour with
4: expense of blood you are a lying coward and a fool fight or by these hilts i'll kill thee brave my lord you'll fight provoke me not for if thou dost have at you
0: they fight grimaldi is worsted enter florio donado and soranzo from opposite sides
2: what mean these sudden broils so near my doors have you not other places but my house to vent the spleen of your disordered bloods must i be haunted still with such unrest as not to eat or sleep in peace at home is this your love grimaldi fie tis not
5: and vasquez i may tell thee tis not well to broach these quarrels you are ever forward in seconding contentions
0: enter above annabella and putana
2: what's the ground that with your patience Signors, i'll resolve this gentleman whom fame reports a soldier for else i know not rivals me in love to signor florio's daughter to whose ears he still prefers his suit to my disgrace thinking the way to recommend himself is to disparage me in his report but no grimaldi though maybe thou art my equal in thy blood yet this berays aloneness in thy mind which wert thou noble thou wouldst as much disdain as i do thee for this unworthiness and on this ground i willed my servant to correct his tongue holding a man so base no match for me
4: and had not your sudden coming prevented us i had let my gentleman blood under the gills i should have wormed you sir for running mad
2: i'll be revenged
4: soranzo on a dish of warm broth to stay your stomach do honest innocence do spoon meat is a wholesome diet than a spanish blade remember this exit
2: i fear thee not grimaldi my lord soranzo this is strange to me why you should storm having my word engaged owning her heart what need you doubt her ear losers may talk by law of any game
4: yet the villainy of words signor florio may be such as would make any unspleen dove choleric blame not my lord in this
2: be you more silent i would not for my wealth my daughter's love should cause the spilling of one drop of blood vasquez put up let's end this fray in wine
6: exon how like you this child his threatening challenging quarrelling and fighting on every side and all is for your sake you had need look to yourself charge you'll be stolen away sleeping else shortly but Tutorus, such a life gives no content to me
7: my thoughts are fixed on other ends would you
6: would leave me leave you no marvel else leave me no leaving charge this is love outright indeed i blame you not you have choice fit for the best lady in italy pray do not talk so much take the worst with the best there's grimaldi the soldier a very well timbered fellow they say he's a roman nephew to the duke monferrato they say he did good service in the wars against the milanese but faith charge i do not like him and be for nothing but for being a soldier not one amongst twenty of your skirmishing captains but have some privy maim or other that mars there standing upright i like him the worse he crinkles so much in the hams though he might serve if there were no more men yet he's not the man i would choose by how thou pratest! as i am a very woman i like signor soranzo well he is wise and what is more rich and what is more than that kind and what is more than all this a nobleman "'Such a one were I, the fair Annabella myself, I would wish and pray for. "'Then he is bountiful. Besides, he is handsome, and by my troth I think, wholesome, "'and that's news in a gallant of three-and-twenty. Liberal, that I know. Loving, that you know. "'And a man, sure, else he could never have purchased such a good name with Hippolyta, "'the lusty widow, in her husband's lifetime.' "'And twere but for that report, sweetheart, would he were thine. "'Commend a man for his qualities, but take a husband as he is a plain, sufficient naked man. "'Such a one is for your bed, and such a one is Signor Soranzo, my life for't.' "'Sure the woman took her morning's draught too soon.' "'Enter Berghetto and Poggio.' "'But look, sweetheart, look what thing comes now. "'Here's another of your ciphers to fill up the number.' O oh, brave old ape in a silken coat! Observe.
1: Didst thou think, Poggio, that I would spoil my new clothes and leave my dinner to fight?
0: No, sir. I did not take you for so
7: errant a baby.
1: I am wiser than so. For I hope, Poggio, thou never heardst of an elder brother that was a coxcomb. Didst, Poggio?
7: Never indeed, sir. AS LONG AS THEY HAD EITHER LAND OR MONEY LEFT THEM TO INHERIT.
1: IS IT POSSIBLE, PODJO? OH, MONSTROUS, WHY, I'LL UNDERTAKE WITH A HANDFUL OF SILVER TO BUY A HEADFUL OF WIT AT ANY TIME. BUT, sirrah, I HAVE ANOTHER PURCHASE IN HAND. I SHALL HAVE THE WENCH, Mine uncle SAYS. I WILL BUT WASH MY FACE, AND SHIFT SOCKS, AND THEN HAVE ATTERY FAITH. Mark my pace, Poggio
0: Passes over the stage. Sir, aside. I have seen an ass and a
7: mule trot the Spanish pavin with a better grace. I know not how often. Following him. This idiot haunts me too.
6: Ay, ay. He needs no description. The rich magnifico that is below with your father charge, Signor Donato, his uncle, for that he means to make this his cousin a golden calf, thinks that you will be a right Israelite and fall down to him presently but i hope i have tutored you better they say a fool's bauble is a lady's playfellow yet you having wealth enough you need not cast upon the dearth of flesh at any rate hang him innocent
7: giovanni passes over the stage but see putana see what blessed shape of some celestial creature now appears what man is he that with such sad aspect walks careless of himself where look below oh tis your brother sweet <laughs> tis your brother sure tis not he this is some woeful thing wrapped up in grief some shadow of a man alas he beats his breast and wipes his eyes drowned all in tears methinks i hear him sigh let's down putana and partake the cause I know my brother and the love he bears me will not deny me partage in his sadness. Aside. My soul is full of heaviness and fear.
0: Exit with Putana. Scene three. A hall in Florio's house. Lost.
3: I am lost. My fates have doomed my death. The more I strive, I love. The more I love, the less I hope. I see my ruin certain. What judgment or endeavors could apply to my incurable and restless wounds? I thoroughly have examined, but in vain. Oh, that it were not in religion's sin to make our love a god and worship it. I have wearied heaven with prayers, dried up the spring of my continual tears, even starved my veins with daily fasts. What wit! art could counsel i have practiced but alas i find all these but dreams and old men's tales to fright unsteady youth i am still the same or i must speak or burst tis not i know my lust but tis my fate that leads me on. Keep fear and low, faint hearted shame with slaves. I'll tell her that I love her. Though my heart were rated at the price of that attempt. Oh, me, she comes
0: enter Annabella and putana brother
3: aside if such a thing as courage dwell in men ye heavenly powers now double all that virtue
7: in my tongue why brother will you not speak to me
3: yes how do you sister
7: howe'er i am methinks
6: you are not well bless us why are you so sad sir
3: let me entreat you leave us a while putana sister i would be private with you
6: withdraw putana i will aside if this were any other company for her i should think my absence an office of some credit but i will leave them together
3: exit come sister lend me your hand let's walk together i hope you need not blush to walk with me Here's none but you and I. How's this? In faith. I mean no harm. Harm? No good faith. How is it with thee?
7: Aside. I trust ye be not frantic. I am very well, brother.
3: Oh, trust me.
7: But I am sick.
3: I fear so sick, it will cost me my life.
7: Mercy forbid it. Tis not so, I hope.
3: I think you love me, sister.
7: Yes, you know I do.
3: I know it indeed. You are very fair.
7: <laughs> Nay, then I see you have a merry sickness. That's as it
3: proves. The poets fain I read, that Juno for her forehead did exceed all other goddesses. But I durst swear your forehead exceeds hers, as hers did theirs.
7: Chuff, oh, this is pretty.
3: Oh, such a pair of stars as are thine eyes, would like Promethean fire. If gently glanced, give life to senseless stones.
7: Eye upon you.
3: The lily and the rose, most sweetly strange, upon your dimpled cheeks do strive for change. Such lips would tempt a saint, such hands as those would make. An anchorite, lascivious.
7: Do you mock me or flatter me?
3: Oh, if you would see a beauty more exact than art can counterfeit, or nature frame. Look in
7: your glass, and
3: there behold your own.
7: Oh, you are a trim youth
3: here
0: offers his dagger to her what
7: to do and here's
3: my breast
7: strike home rip up my
3: bosom there thou shalt behold a heart in which is writ the truth i speak why stand you
7: are you earnest yes most earnest
3: Cannot love? Whom? Me. My tortured soul hath felt affliction in the heat of death. Oh, Annabella, I am quite undone. The love of thee, my sister, and the view of thy immortal beauty have untuned all harmony both of my rest and life
7: why do you not strike forbid it my just fears if this be true twere fitter i were dead
3: true annabella tis no time to jest i have too long suppressed my hidden flames that almost have consumed me i have spent many a silent night in sighs and groans ran over all my thoughts despised my fate reasoned against the reasons of my love done all that smooth-cheeked virtue could advise but found all bootless is my destiny that you must either love, or I must die.
7: Comes this in sadness from you?
3: Let some mischief befall me soon if I dissemble aught.
7: You are my brother, Giovanni. You, my sister Annabella.
3: I know this. And could afford you instance why to love so much the more for this to which intent wise nature first in your creation meant to make you mine else it had been sin and foul to share one beauty to a double soul nearness in birth and blood doth but persuade a nearer nearness in affection i have asked counsel of the holy church who tells me i may love you and tis just that since i may i should and will yes will must i now live or die
7: live Thou hast won the field, and never fought. What thou hast urged, my captive heart had long ago resolved. I blush to tell thee, but I'll tell thee now. For every sigh that thou hast spent for me, I have sighed ten, For every tear shed twenty, and not so much for that I loved, As that I durst not say I loved nor scarcely think it
3: oh let not this music be dream ye gods for pity's sake i beg you
7: on my knees she kneels brother even by our mother's dust i charge you do not betray me to your mirth or hate love me or kill me brother
3: on my knees
7: he kneels sister and by my mother's dust
3: i charge you do not betray me to your mirth or hate love me or kill me sister
7: you mean good sooth then
3: in good troth i do and so do you i hope say i'm in earnest
6: i'll
7: swear it i
3: and i and by this kiss. Kisses her. Once more, yet once more. Now let's rise. They rise. By this, I would not change this minute for Elysium. What must we now do?
7: What you will.
3: Come then, after so many tears as we have wept. Let's learn to court in smiles, to kiss and sleep.
0: Excellent scene four a street. Enter Florio and Donado.
2: Signor Donado, you have said enough. I understand you, but would have you know I will not force my daughter against her will. You see, I have but two, a son and her and he is so devoted to his book, as I must tell you true, I doubt his health. Should he miscarry, all my hopes rely upon my girl. As for worldly fortune, I am, I thank my stars, blessed with enough. My care is how to match her to her liking. I would not have her marry wealth, but love. And if she like your nephew, let him have her here's all that i can say
5: sir you say well like a true father and for my part i if the young folks can like twixt you and me will promise to assure my nephew presently three thousand florins yearly during life and after i am
2: dead my whole estate tis a fair proffer sir meantime your nephew shall have free passage to commence his suit if he can thrive he shall have my consent so for this time i'll leave you signor exit well here's hope yet if
5: my nephew would have wit but he is such another dunce i fear he'll never win the wench when i was young i could have done it if faith and so shall he if he will learn of me and in good time he comes himself
0: enter bergetto and poggio
5: how now bergetto wither away so fast
0: oh
1: uncle i
5: have heard the strangest news that ever came out of the
1: mint have i not poggio yes indeed sir
5: what news bergetto
1: why look ye uncle my barber told me just now that there is a fellow come to town who undertakes to make a mill go without the mortal help of any water or wind only with sandbags and this fellow hath a strange horse a most excellent beast i'll assure you uncle my barber says whose head to the wonder of all christian people stands just behind where his tail is it's
5: not true Poggio? So the barber swore forsooth. And you are running thither?
1: Aye, forsooth, uncle.
5: Wilt thou be a fool still? Come, sir, you shall not go. You have more mind of a puppet play than on the business I told you. Why, thou great baby, wilt never have wit? Wilt make thyself a may-game to all the world? Answer for yourself, master.
1: Why, Uncle, should I sit at home still and not go abroad and see fashions like other gallants
5: to see hobby horses? What wise talk! I pray, had you with Annabella when you were at Signor Florio's house?
1: Oh, the wench! I'd say, me Uncle, I tickled her with a rare speech that I made her almost burst her belly with laughing.
5: Nay, I think so and what speech was it what did i say podjo
7: forsooth my master said that he loved her almost as well as he loved parmesan and swore i'll be sworn for him that she wanted but such a nose as he was to be as pretty a young woman as any was in parma
5: oh gross
1: nay uncle then she asked me whether my father had more children than myself and i said no "'Twer better he should have had his brains knocked out first.
5: "'This is intolerable.'
1: "'Then,' said she, "'Will Signor Donado, your uncle, leave you all his wealth?' "'Ha! that was good. "'Did she
5: harp upon that string?'
1: "'Did she harp upon that string? "'Ay, that she did. "'I answered, "'Leave me all his wealth. "'Why, woman, he hath no other wit?' If he had, he should hear on it to his everlasting glory and confusion. I know, quoth I, I am his white boy, and will not be gulled. And with that she fell into a great smile,
5: and went away. Nay, I did fit her. Ah, sirrah, then I see there's no changing of nature. Well, Burgetto i fear thou wilt be a very ass still i should be sorry for that uncle come come you home with me since you are no better a speaker i'll have you write to her after some courtly manner and enclose some rich jewel in the letter ay marry that will be excellent peace innocent once in my time i'll set my wits to school if all fail tis but the fortune of a fool Poggio to do, Poggio.
0: Exant End of Act 1.